Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everyone, to the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. We're here with the Legion of Doom for week five of Big Brother 7, the only all-stars that matters. Actually, no, there, there's been some updates in the real in the other house that we might get uncanceling this season for. Um, but anyways, I'm here with the Black Widow herself, Dr. Delicious. Oh, who am I? I'm Felipe. <laughs> I'm Felipe. I forgot to introduce myself. But I'm here with the Black Widow herself, Dr. Delicious, if you're nasty. Um, Nicole. Hey, I'm ready to add both some knowledge and some wisdom to this podcast. Something one Howie Gordon could not do at the same time. I was watching the last episode with my parents, um, and my dad was like, this guy just kisses everyone. Because he kissed Will in a segment. He kissed Erica when casting his vote. And I was like, if you only knew the misogyny that jumped out. Yeah, he hit the nail right on the head with Howie's personality traits. Um, But we're not alone. We have... Oh my god, I forgot my joke. <laughs> oh, there we go. Someone I would always give a slot pass to, Jacob Redmond. Oh, wow. I'm honored. I would not do very well on slop, so that is a, that's a big thing. Thank you, Felipe. Uh, I, I will keep this in my memory. Uh, can you also crack my back like Danielle did? Danielle didn't crack your back. It was no, Kaser Dan- who cracked Kaser's back. Uh, it was Will. Uh, they both Kaser's, tried. Yeah, they, yeah. Okay. And Felipe, Will, so- while you're at it, can you shave my chest? I mean, <laughs> if you want style. me to, um, that was that was an offer on air. No, this is an exclusive to Brazilian Dragon Podcast listeners only. <laughs> her man, her man is Dr. Will Kirby himself. Ooh, true. lucky. You wonder lucky why my catch. skin looks so ageless. You know, wonder why she's called Dr. Delicious. It's Dr. Delicious in law. Yeah, I'm Mrs. Dr. Delicious. Uh, and then Jacob and I are your Fanella McFoogie. Of course, of course. But anyways, we're here with another recap. Is this the best week of Big Brother ever? It's really legendary it's, on all fronts. It's a legendary week. I, I don't think it like pound for pound is up there. Like I think Kaser kind of went out very purple for his eviction week. Um, but I feel like this is one of the most like legendary weeks in Big Brother history. It's definitely up there. Uh, I, I would say there are a few other weeks that might take the cake. It, I think this is the best week of the season in terms of like memorable moments, though. That's that's definitely fair. Um, and we like, I didn't even remember the coup d'etat was this week. I thought it was the next week. So um, kind of blindsided me, Julie. But let's get into the recap. Uh, we actually are organizing our own Big Brother seance because it's nighttime for once while we're recording. So... 
that's exciting. Um, Nicole, which past house guest is coming to join us from your arrivals? Oh, honestly, if there was a Caitlin Glack in this uh, sighting that, on this podcast, that would be a little spooky. Oh, she came for the w- wig. <laughs> nice and early, nice and early. Now, yeah. I was just sleeping in the Big Brother house and I saw the face of shy and bright like a Frankie, I probably would self-evict. <laughs> Don't, Caitlin's the biggest Frankie Grande fan, so no wonder you're, no, I'm kidding, she's not, but she did get into the show because of him, so. Interesting. That's her origin story. She, she was an Arianator. Is that her fans' names? Yes. Yeah. Um, Jacob, who, which rival from Big Brother Pass would be there for you to haunt your dreams? I think we're getting BB11 Lydia uh the member of the offbeat clique we're getting uh namesake of my girlfriend lydia what's her last name no not talavera something like that yeah vera yeah she's gonna be there crying uh crying over jesse uh who would my ass be probably one of the racists um reynolds yeah how could you fit them all in your room jackson it's gross oh um but if i'm thinking of pre-all-stars um, I mean, Kathy's up there. Uh, who else do I not enjoy? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Scott from Big Brother 4. Scott from Big Brother 5. <laughs> what about that guy with the Scott knife? Scott from, from Big, Big Brother, Brother OTT. Wasn't he a Scott? No, that's Justin with the knife. Oh, he's up there. Oh, but He's not yeah. even allowed in the house. <laughs> Security is like, please stay 600 If he was away. the wall yeller, they'd be, they'd be all on him. For real. But... Anyways, let's get back to our favorite Big Brother endurance competition of the season. Um, it's the Black Widow. And I remember last week when I was like, I'm surprised they didn't have to hang on because I thought I remembered it. They did eventually, only two hours in. And I think that that's a little sad. Like, we can get into this in a second. But I kind of wish it was just like a pure mental comp where people just get to sit up there and yeah. see who wants it more. They wouldn't do that nowadays, though. I was, like, even talking yeah. to someone that they should just bring back the bed with the keys for an endurance comp and All-Stars, but they would never. Yeah. But imagine but, they did. I think all of the old school fans would lose their minds collectively. Especially because Devon would never let go because Devon would go for that HOH. Hardcore. Period. Because she, like, she, she has good endurance. She, like, when it's, like, stand in place and mental energy, she's just not good at, like, the hang on to the wall comp because that favors other stuff um, fair i mean if they, it's a crying on tall. cue yeah like if it was like a crying on cue challenge um then, a shade throwing getting, competition if it's crying on cue david alexander is taking the cake hey. that man he's cried so many times this season too i mean this he is so forgettable to me that since i stopped Ooh. watching i forgot he was on the show Yikes. He said David, I'm like, who? Yikes. <laughs> I mean, he won, he, he won the darkroom comp that he lost last year. He probably had an advantage, though. Yeah, he's Kidding. been there before. It's, it's PTSD, probably the same maybe. place, because I saw that they were going upstairs in the episode. Yeah. It's probably that's where they went last year. Um, yeah. But anyways, speaking of uh, competitions that are kind of messy, Marcella says the competition was fun until they started spraying shaving cream it ruined another belt, which I'm going to be invoicing Big Brother for. And that's our introduction to the comp. And uh, Marcy 
in my notes, I call him Marcy. I gave everyone nicknames at this point. Um, but he's going to be invoicing Big Brother. And I think Nicole would too, if they ruined her clothes. Honestly, if they ruined multiple belts of mine, like to keep all this thickness up, you know, I need multiple belts. So. Yeah. Um, but then we actually have to finally say goodbye to my queen, Diane Henry. You didn't think we were going to talk about her again, but we do. We get a little eviction recap. Danielle loves Diane. Marcellus loves Diane. And we just stand all these people who have good taste. Okay. Yeah. People like, I didn't even realize how upset Marcellus was. I know he was fat shaming Janie and kind of like calling her a bitch behind her back. But the fact that he was even getting more vitriolic in this episode, I was like, can we just let Diane rest in peace? Uh, but we can never. Diane is a queen. We have to remember her. I think I know the key to your heart. It's really simple. Just say Diane Henry and you got it. Like these people are, you know, they're faking sadness like they do for every house guest. But for this one, you're like, oh my gosh, they love Diane so much. Like, no, they voted Diane for Victor. Diane hits different. Diane is different. And when Danielle Reyes goes, that's going to be another emotional rest. Um, yeah. But if you have noticed, I didn't even remember that I had done this, but before the call started, I changed my name to Diane Henry Stan. Oh, yes, I did notice. I'd expect nothing less. Nothing less. Uh, but we get uh, when uh, Will is talking to Erica afterwards, he's like, let's hug it out, bitch. That's a quote. And I did not remember Will coming at Erica like that. Um, but Will's like, he doesn't want people to be sad. And he's like, if I go next week, y'all can all dance. So Nicole would kind of want that too, right? People to dance when she leaves. No, if people aren't like crying, begging me to carry my luggage to the door, there would be no other send off. I want people grieving for weeks on end. Chaser style. Wow. Like Gina Marie and Nick? Of course. Oh, I want um, someone, I want people walking around with black veils for the next week. Well, just. You're going to regret that. Yeah. Just some some Gina Marie Nick stuff right there um but then we get we go back to the web and we hear this quote which I was not expecting uh big boy like spider sperm from James to Howie about Howie um so how did this make the episode they used to do this with endurance comps they do like little like character moments in between uh but Howie kept talking about himself as big boy. And honestly, I kind of felt for Howie in this scene when Danielle was like, Howie, you have a handsome face, but you have a lot of pounds. And I was like, oh my God, I, I've heard that so many times. <laughs> I, I just feel like, uh, I don't know, there has to be a better segment during this endurance comp other than saying that Howie's put on a little, a little bit of weight. Like, I know that Howie likes talking about other people's bodies all the time, but we don't need to talk about Howie's body. I mean, it's his body. Like, let him, let him be 10 pounds overweight. You took the words out of my mouth. I was just about to say, he's allowed to talk about everybody's fake boobs, but we can't make fun of him for being a little No, I'm not saying we can't, but like, (laughs) well, he wasn't even upset. He was just like, all these people are talking about, but I just like, I don't know, that segment hit me. I don't know. If I was in the Big Brother house, I would be eating cakes and chips and cookies. And Mm -hmm. what about it? There's nothing else to do. They don't really do those segments anymore, but I feel like back in the original seasons, they did them a lot, like June- 
um because she was always in the kitchen that was like part of her strategy but then they were like june gained weight and stuff like that and then howie here um we get the jc we get the jc segment where he wants to make everyone fatter so that they fall oh i blocked him out of my mind i'm sorry my knees balls i apologize for mentioning it's okay no it's fine but I would love to have uh, him and Howie in the same house so that uh, he could just feed Howie and Howie could balloon up. Yeah, I think Howie would fall victim to that. Um, yep. That strategy. Like, JC was like meatball. entertaining on the show, but he's so problematic that I can't. Yeah, I um, agree. Anyways, Danielle tells how. Oh, we already got that. Um, and then Will decides in less than 60 minutes to jump off and take one of the rotten eggs. Um, and he chucks it across the backyard. Um, they had to tell which one was which, right? He wouldn't have chucked it if both him and Kaser threw it like far and everyone else kind of dropped it close to them. So, Oh, you think that he could tell that it had yeah. nothing in it? I feel like he oh. could tell there was like more liquid in it than like air. Oh. Well, that's disappointing. I thought that he was just doing that for fun. Because Kaser did the same thing, and they both got the rotten eggs, but no one else who had them. Like, Mike Boogie dropped it nearby, and so did James. See, I thought they were just having more fun with it. I was like, oh, yeah, I would totally throw it far, but I didn't know that they were just disappointed. I don't know. Maybe your theory is right, and I'm just silly, but uh, that's what my... my It makes a lot of sense. I think you're right. I'm just sad. Yeah. Um, But Will and and Janelle go inside, flirt, and he's like, I want Janelle to be good with me before six season six fractures and they are there flirting it up before we get their two hour mark and janelle comes outside with the rule change you have to have your head and torso under the net um i think nicole would win this between the three of us i think i probably have like the lowest center of gravity and probably the least amount of body mass but at the same time those raw eggs did look kind of nice though if i were someone like howie Oh, uh, not maybe not Howie. I was, I was impressed by like Howie. Erica, maybe I would have might have dropped off a little early. Skirt of responsibility. There's kind of like a civil war going on, and why would I want to be the one throwing the first arrow? The prizes aren't that good though. Like either you get cash, which makes you hated, or you get a slot pass for a week, which like you kind of have to give to Chicken George. Like I know it's a really sweet moment, and it's nice that Marcellus ends up giving it to him. But if he didn't, that's kind of a dick move. I feel like Marcellus all would enjoy pizza. <laughs> He didn't yeah. want to give it at first. Who's getting arrested in in New York tonight? Yeah, uh, or is it Chicago? Bad. Let me let me. Move. No, it's all good. <laughs> Jacob, the Pope are coming for Jacob. For all of his bad what do you takes, think he he's did? going a hot take jail. Oh, hot take jail! Absolutely. Um, they're arresting him for talking shit about Diane. Yep. Um, for uh not agreeing with Zach this week that. Uh, Leonardo is a waterbender and Donatello is an earthbender. And for uh, that, you get a life sentence. And I'm back. I think they let me off with a warning this time. Don't worry, folks. Okay, you better you better have better airbender bender breakdown takes next week. Ooh, I don't think we did. Uh, we talked about them offline. No, we did uh, the Mount Rushmore oh. for presidents what this happened to week. Fantastic Four? We're doing it next week. Wow. Not okay. the Mount Rushmore first ladies. Oh, we can do that. Yeah. Who? Nicole, idea. Mara. Um <laughs> Nicole, me, when I what's it called? Uh I definitely thought it was gonna be Mary like Nancy Reagan. 
anyway, so where were we? Um, yeah, so after this rule change um, that Nicole would win, James almost falls, recovers, then drops immediately at two hours and 10 minutes. What do we think of James showing that he was a beast by recovering, but then dropping immediately? Yeah, I just think James is a really short-sighted player. He really only looks at things in the short term. He'll do things like turn on his alliance at a dime's notice because he sees a couple a couple of red flags rather than sticking it out with people he had, you know, I'm assuming a pregame bond with, people he shared a season with. I don't know. James just doesn't seem like the more, most um, thoughtful player when it comes to how things look in the long term and also how other players can perceive his actions. Exactly. Yeah. Like that makes a lot of sense. Jacob, do you have anything to add? I saw you give a chef's kiss to Nicole. Yeah. I I think that's perfectly accurate. Like James does not realize what other people are going to think about what he, they see. And he just like does what he thinks is like best in the moment without realizing the implications. Totally right. And that's how it be. He jumps down and he gets the vote nullify egg. And then in the next five minutes, Boogie and Kaser both drop. Boogie gets 10K. Kaser gets the rotten egg. Um, and then Marcellus is the last to drop to get an egg at two hours and 25 minutes. And he gets the slot passed. And when he drops down, he's like, I'm not giving this to you, George. You should drop down. But- that is true. I mean, Dr. Will says, play smarter, not harder. Boogie gets 10 grand. And then immediately we see Chicken George play stupid, but he should have dropped down. There's no way he's winning that comp. Like Chicken George can stay. It's a little impressive. There is not a chance in the world that he is winning that competition. So he should just drop and get the slot pass. He literally drops 10 minutes later. Yeah. So he's lucky that Marcellus is nice this week. Yeah. Look at Chicken George. Look at Erica. Who's going to win that challenge? (laughs) Yeah, I think Chicken George. I think I think he's he's drinking the Kool Aid. I think it's cherry flavored, and he's drinking it. Well, hey, he's dropping pounds real quick. He probably has a lot less to hold up ever since he started slop. True, but yeah. <laughs> but hey, still couldn't do it. Couldn't pull it out. Couldn't do it. Um, and then Danielle almost drops, but then she was like, "Nope," and she climbs back up there. And then for 10 more minutes, how it goes on, he drops at two hours, 45 minutes, and then Danielle gets Erica to drop right after and says, you're safe. So Danielle is our Black Widow of the season. Laying there for 45 minutes is really impressive. Like the two hours, like sitting there, like whatever, that's nothing. But the 45 minutes of like holding on is, that's really impressive. There's no way I could do that. Yeah, exactly. Nicole would win the comp. Well, I can barely lie in bed for two hours and 45 minutes without getting bored. I'd probably like want to drop down and go flirt with Dr. Will for a little bit, that kind of stuff. No wonder you're married. Of course. Yeah. Do you think you could like hang by your feet at times? Like just like drop down like your hands and rest them? I don't have the core strength to to do a sit up in a little crunch position to get back up. So no. Yeah. That's but do you think one it's allowed? Sit up. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it's allowed, but you can do that a maximum of like one time before you're just your core is just shredded. Yeah, like the bat hang, kind of hang upside down until. Yeah. Yeah, all the blood would be rushing Bye, to Lydia. my head, and then I would fall on my face. <laughs> Jacob just said good night to Lydia, so I had to say good night. Yes. Good night, Lydia. Sweet dreams. She's peacing out. Yeah. Good night, Lydia. 
We got we got our first Lydia cameo. Perfect. We're just making history here in week five. Iconic. Uh, time after time with Lydia dropping in and saying goodnight. It's very it's very legendary. What was I saying? Week five is legendary this season. Week five, yeah. Legendary, legendary week. And here after Danielle wins, we get the Legion of Doom kind of solidified the first name drop of the season. Um, before we get to a segment with Will's back and how it's stressed. And Kaser tries to crack it. Danielle tries to crack it. And then Will says something both xenophobic and homophobic in this uh, in this sense. So a little point reduction from Will there for Hey, I don't claim him anymore. I don't claim him. That's your man. Get your mans. I will educate him. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Jacob, would you ever let someone in the Big Brother house crack your back? Unless it's oh, one. Uh, 100% I would let someone crack my back. I'm addicted to like cracking every single thing that I possibly can. So if someone's willing to help me out on that, I would love the assist. In fact, I ask Lydia to do that back cracking thing that uh, Kaser does like quite frequently. So you know what he was trying to go for? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm fully aware of that. Kaser did a pretty good job. What he needs to do is have Dr. Will exhale as he pushes. That's like the missing piece that they didn't have. Uh, Nicole, would you ever chiropractor someone in the house? I would like Kaser do a little chiropractic on me, if you know what I mean. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so sorry to Kaser's wife. Who was it on RHAP that said they thought chiropractors were a scam? Was that Akiva? That sounds like something he would say. Might have been Akiva. That it was someone about Boston right. Rob, right? Yeah, maybe it's proof. It might have been Boston Rob on the season. On when he was talking to Kelly Kim and she was like, her boyfriend was a chiropractor. Yeah. Yeah. Around that season. I don't know if it was on the podcast or Boston Rob himself who said that. Well, they're not a scam. They're chiropractors. Just ask Dr. Neha Serene. Yeah. Just ask Lydia. She's the premier chiropractor in all of Chicago. Yep. Number one. I mean, I'd watch Lydia and Neha on the amazing race. Ooh, that's a team. But first, we got to get Nicole and Caitlin on The Amazing Race. We would kill each other. It would be great television, though. Would you and Caitlin shave your heads in India if they asked it? Because that's been a fast forward before. I don't know if we would shave our heads. I mean, I don't really got a lot of hair to work with anymore. But you know what? Mm, For a fast forward, we'll think about it. Okay. Dying or her pink, we'll do that in a second. But I feel like that's not really the cultural tradition. No, probably not. Um, maybe in maybe in Las Vegas or L.A. or New York, that's the cultural tradition. But I'm not sure if that's going to make the cut. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we get James and Janelle talking, and James says something that Julie will repeat to Kaser later. This Anna Nicole Smith wannabe is probably the dumbest person to ever play this show or this game, which I think that's a straight up lie, but also like, damn, with the Anna Nicole Smith read. Adore Delano is shaking. Yeah, no, she came by she, I mean, James. She came for Kaser's throat. Janelle. Not Kaser's throat, Janelle's throat, excuse me. (laughs) Imagine if Kaser tried to be Anna Nicole Smith. (laughs) um, Kaser's bleach blonde hair is just so, um, 
such a such a imitation of the Queen Emma Nicole Smith. How dare he? Uh, but yeah, wow, that was that was a read. Um, and then Nicole Smith thing. Permanently. Is she still acting? And Nicole Smith? Yeah, I think she's dead. She's no longer alive, Felipe. <laughs> I think I knew that, and I was confusing her with Anna Sophia Robb. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. My bad. <laughs> not like this. But anyways, um, not to make this all about me, as I often do, but it was my birthday this week, and I received a cameo from the James Ryan. So I was feeling really good Whoa. about him this Wait, week. Wait, can you play it on air? I mean, uh, or is let it, me see. Is it more um, subdued and personal? I mean, it's, it was from the amazing Michael J. Clark. And it was just like, Nicole, Michael, can't wait till you guys are shaking your asses on the dance floor again. I don't think it was particularly specific, but I appreciated the well wishes. So I've met James Ryan and uh, in Vegas, the first one, but not the second one that was a scam. The first one. And he was like, I feel so old with you coming up to me and saying that you, you were a fan because you're like a child and you were probably like, what, five when the show aired? I was like, oh. he's like and very, what about he it? age shamed himself very much during that conversation. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm having an allergic reaction right now. To James Ryan calling himself I, old? I mean, I'm allergic to cats and James Ryan is kind of a pussy, so. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so, would you guard um, it oh what you mean did you not did you not see chris evans trending on twitter yesterday oh i actually didn't get a chance to see what, what no no no. i'm not talking about seeing the photo i'm talking about <laughs> apparently he had another one in his camera roll that said guard that oh with his face on it well that's interesting yeah you learn something new every day at the Brazilian Dragon podcast. Um, podcast. I didn't series. look at the photo, but I I saw some fantastic Twitter content. Some great commentary. The commentary on the Twitter is fantastic, and I sent you some of the the tweets that I saw. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh. Yeah. So James Ryan. We talked about Chris Evans. Who knew? Anna Anna Sophia Rob, Anna Nicole Smith. All these celebrities coming up on the podcast this week. The whole cast of the movie Cats, because I'm allergic to all of them. <laughs> and the musical. The musical's oh, better, by the far. The movie musical. The Aristocats as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But James about Janelle says that, and then the Big Brother 6 Alliance chat, Janelle worries it will be her versus Marcellus, which is kind of a th- theme for the week. Marcellus is like a, a decoy for a lot of people, but Danielle's never going to put Marcellus up, which I wish they would talk about, because I feel like she wasn't going to put Marcellus up this season, or at least this week. Yeah, but I, I do think that we missed a DR where Danielle's saying, like, why are they trying to get me to put Marcellus up? Like, people have to know I'm not going to do that to him again. Yeah. Um, but then we get the HOH room reveal. Um, what is the theme of this room? I could not okay. tell you. Big hotel room energy. Exactly. It feels like very like it's like a little sandy as well. I was like, what's there's this beige sand theme, but what is the theme yep. of this room? It is the Holiday Inn in Palm Beach, Florida. It was so like 
faux professional. Uh, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. But yeah. It, I mean, it, it, was like, there. it was very much like a hotel room. I think I like this room. I would prefer this room compared to Janelle's room because the yep. blankets look very sleek. And I don't love the fuzzy blankets. I don't love fuzzy blankets. I'm sorry. Are you a fuzzy blanket or a soft blanket kind of person? I'm anemic. What do you think? (laughs) She she just out here. Jacob, are you a fuzzy blanket or a soft blanket person? Um, I think I'm a soft blanket person. I'm not really into the whole blanket thing. I could go with no blanket. Just lay down a sheet, a good pillow. Yeah. Okay. The hot take: police are actually coming for you for that one. Do you not like rather have old room with a bunch of like blankets on you? I, that's it, the AC to the max with like yeah. tons of blankets. No, see, I'm AC to the max. Just sit there. I cold the mindset. I need get over a it. sheet in case I get cold in the middle of the night. But yeah. like, because men something. are literally insane. Who, Jacob or me? Men in general. Men, okay. I'm generalizing. I mean. Let's, I love get, when I, let's get Dr. Will yeah. in here. We can ask him. I mean, he's cold-blooded. He probably loves the, loves the fan on when he sleeps. I mean, why do you think he manscapes? He needs more, more ventilation. <laughs> the aerodynamics of the wind can just slide, glide <laughs> on his skin like a swim meet. Hey. Yeah. He, he glistens for a reason. Half man, half amazing. Um, but we get a pizza delivery and Marcellus tries to give George the slot pass. George does not want to take him. Like, Chicken George, stop being a diva. You're starving. Like, Marcellus isn't... You, you've met Marcellus. He's stubborn as hell. He's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. Just take it. And eventually he concedes. But I was like, come on, Chicken George. We lost Diane for you? Yeah, it, it is weird that he would not take it because, like, obviously Marcellus is going to give it to him. Like, Diane said, uh, or not Diane, my bad. I'm sorry. did not mean to bring that up again. Danielle. We're talking about yeah. Diane? No, 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 no. Uh, Danielle said, like, whoever gets it should give it to Chicken George. Like, of course that makes sense. So and Dr. Will's like, it? nah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good moment. But, yeah, I think, like, of course Chicken George is going to take it. So just, like, go and get a slice of pizza. And he, that pizza looked good. Like, I know it's LA pizza, but I, I, I don't know. It's just because I haven't had, like, boxed pizza in a while, but, yeah. I feel like Papa John's would be better, and that's saying Papa something. John's is homophobic and racist. The <laughs> pizza is not homophobic. The, Are the you owner, Chick-fil-A? The, wait, the owner isn't, doesn't he not own any of the company anymore? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he did. I'll switch. I'll switch to Domino's. Domino's is not great either. You get the cheesy bread at Domino's. You don't get the pizza. All I'm saying is, is that pizza that they were eating is as good as just like normal pizza. I like. I like the local suburban house of pizza. Blank house of pizza. Those are good. Mm. Or Uno's. R.I.P. The restaurant that I worked at. The individual. This chain is still going strong. Nicole's having a party in her house right now. Sorry, no, I was just resetting my um, my location. You had to get the EpiPen because you were still thinking about James Ryan. Of course, of course. My eyes just swollen because I can't stop thinking about it. Wow. But uh, speaking of James Ryan, Danielle asked James to go on the block. And I, he, she says that it's because he's the POV king. But I also have to think that like she wants him to flush out that 
vote cancel even though it doesn't carry over though that's the thing like i feel like that probably was part of it right wait i actually i didn't know that it didn't cancel because julie says do you want to cancel someone's vote as if like he could say no i don't want to cancel anyone's vote i i don't think it carried over though like i think it was only a one week thing maybe i'm wrong i didn't pay much attention because i knew he used it yeah, yeah, it was not very clear, actually, because I thought, like, he should have just, like, waited to use it. Imagine Big Brother later, powers but... not being clear. <laughs> I was under the impression that he could only use it this week. I don't know what gave me that impression. I think it was the verbiage Julie used when James went to the diary room, but I could be mistaken. Yeah. It was purposefully ambiguous. Exactly. It's the true spirit of Big Brother. Don't speak about spirits, so we're going to have to get her, um, we got to have another seance before. No, Bunky's going to pop out and scare you with his chest hair. Dr. Wilkins It's it's the back hair that scares me on Bunky. It's all the hair for me. Except for the one on his head. But TBT to when I thought Jacob shaped his head because he always wears a hat. Like I I thought thought about shaving my head this week. Why? Because my hair was annoying me. It, it's getting, getting like so gross. Let's see it. All right. Okay. Maybe get a I haircut, but don't shave up. it. But I don't want to get a haircut that's so hard. Global pandemic, social distance. I'm try- he looks like one of those spike balls that you squeeze and then they like. <laughs> Jacob, I want to squeeze you when I get stressed out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to put my hat back on. There we I go. just, yeah, no, but that I was, wish that our was... viewers could see Jacob. Uh, I he's had the recording. a hat person. God I couldn't wear a hat like that. Should I make Jacob that the video? Should I make that the Instagram post? Jacob's head. Uh, I think we would yeah, get please. Um, significantly, significantly more subscribers if we were to do that. Okay. If Jacob doesn't want me, he can ask me that. But no, go ahead, go ahead, tag me so I can get one more Instagram follower. Once I got Instagram followers, though. Um, but then Danny and Kaser have this chat um, about season six never targeting Chilltown during their four weeks of rain. And Kaser is not a great liar. No. Nope. Um, so that was that was hard to watch. Kaser just like, um, um, but... Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I, I, I think... Oh, sorry. Go on. Uh, I was just going to say, we forgot to mention that Danny gave Howie a deal during the competition and Erica as well. So yep. the Howie part is going to come into play later. But I was going to say here that this is kind of what like modern BB is missing is like someone like Danielle, who's very direct. And then you just get to watch someone like Kaser just like fall flat trying to tell a lie. Like, I feel like we don't get to see this as much on the show anymore. I, I just want, I just want HOH is making self-interested move. Yeah. Fuck the alliance. <laughs> um, hey, Janelle did it first. She, she did. She saved the season. Honestly, except it shouldn't have been Diana. It should have been Chicken George, but yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but anyways, we get to our key wheel. Danielle, Erica, Howie, George, Mike, Marcellus, Will, and Kaser are safe. Janelle and James are on the block. And did anyone else notice there was like some sort of sticker on the memory wall for, I think it was James. Like I someone no had, there was a sticker about. on his thing. I was like, what the hell? Mm, no, Sorry, that, that just totally went by me. But anyways, James gives himself a little acting job and is pouting. And everyone's like, why would James be put up on Danielle's HOA train? 
Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. Any final thoughts from that episode? I think James did a good job here. He sold being upset well. Like it wasn't too much. I feel like a lot of people will like, you know, try to say like, oh, I'm sad. And it's like really obvious. But in this case, he like looked a little bit surprised, a little bit sad and like didn't oversell it. I think that was good. Like I bought Channels it. his anger at Janelle and yeah. he put her on a show. Nicole, would you take James in your Broadway production of Cats? James can be like uh, an understudy. Okay. Yeah, I but can see him pulling up Broadway and singing memories. On Broadway or off off Broadway? Off 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 Broadway. Okay. Ooh, not even the touring company. Not the touring company. No, if he was in the if he was original cast theater Broadway in, production in, at the JCC. So if he was in community theater, he wouldn't be an understudy. He would definitely get like a main stage position. I mean, that's James Ryan. Yeah. Famous. Yeah, but I love this side gig that Nicole has with the Big Brother house guests. She has one for everyone. She's Dr. Will's wife. She's McFuggy's lawyer. She's James Ryan's acting coach. Real Davon Rogers over here. Stay, uh, stay hustling. Like Ryan Ulrich. That's Never like him. Somehow. <laughs> I'll get my red turtleneck. <laughs> But we get our noms fallout. We get James acting, and but uh, there were Janelle clocks it and is like Danielle and James were like there were preseason rumors. They were like tight, uh, and Marcella says this. This was a shift in the cosmos. You nominating James and Danielle was using it to solidify trust with Marcella, which I liked from Danielle. And also, I just love Marcellus and his melodrama, A Shift in the Cosmos. I'm going to say that. That's going to be my alliance name. Shift in the Cosmos? That's quite the name. Uh, Faute could never. Yeah. Um, Nicole, how, how proud of you are, of, are, are, how proud are you of your girl, Janelle, clocking James as a decoy pawn? I think that um, we give Janelle a lot of shit for her strategy this season. She really, you know, carries herself through a lot of this game based on comp wins. But there is a brain in there, and people really discount the way that she sees things. But, I mean, if she's in these situations, she somehow finds her way out of them. So, Except on future appearances after the season. Yeah. Sadly. But, anyways, Jacob, what did you think of um, – Janelle talking to Kaser about how they think James might be a pawn, and then your man Kaser throws a pillow at James in the kitchen. That pillow had some heat behind it. I mean, he throws that pillow, and it, like, rattles the whole kitchen. I know that's not what you asked me, but I was pretty impressed there. Like, yeah, he threw the pillow. That was cooking. Good arm. He knocked arm. a few spoons over. Yeah, that was a good arm. If he was a little more accurate, I think, uh, yeah, that was pretty impressive. Anyway, love Kaser to play catch invented- with Kaser. He invented yeet. Yeet. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that Janelle and Kaser, like, they have so many theories that at some point they will be right, but I feel like they're only right some of the time, and they the show, like, only airs when they're right. Like, especially this season, uh, like, BB-22, we would see them, like, say a bunch of things, and on the feeds, like, they're right, I don't know, 70% of the time, and then 
like when they're wrong, they just like go way off the rails. So I don't know if we can trust that they're actually like this good at the reads. It's it's just wild, yo, that they they clocked it. But also at the same time, like there's all many scenarios, and like why would Daniel put James on the block? Um, I, I don't remember what Daniel's speech was or reasoning, but here we get Nicole's favorite segment, Will and Howie manscaping. Um, and Mike Boogie says, quote, manscaping is too metrosexual for me. Um, and I'm like, Mike Boogie, why are you the main voice on what is metrosexual? Have you ever looked in the mirror? <laughs> I mean, you're telling him that his bleach blonde hair isn't. No, he is got it- that from his mama. That's fair. But, um, but yeah, I feel like Bookie should be looking like Bunky if that's the case, right? If it's too metrosexual for him. <laughs> but yeah, and then Nicole, if Chicken George asked you to help him out, would you help him out? I mean, this poor man's on slop. I'd give him a hand. Whoa. <laughs> oh, okay. Jacob, would you help Chicken George out if he was asking? You know what? If he would shave my back afterwards, I would shave his. Of course, I would help out Chicken George. I wouldn't because he took Diane's spot. Anyways. (laughs) Okay. Justice for Diane. Um, George and Danielle talk about their families. And then this is a weird segment that made it into the previously on also, which I was very confused about. But George is like, Danielle, I want you to win this for me. And then... Like, I'm like, what is going on, George? Are you trying to back out before jury? Are you trying to, like, get Daniel to replace you? What the hell is happening here? Yeah, it, it kind of seemed like he had some, like, terminal illness and, like, he knows he's about to go or something. It was weird. I do not get it, nor do I get why it made the show, because it kind of just comes out of nowhere. Exactly, and it doesn't have any relevance to the rest of the season. Yeah, th- this was a weird segment. I think. And this if you entire... really care, George, you would have volunteered to leave when Danielle goes home before you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like clearly I don't think this was like a real offer. Um, like most people when they say like, I'm going to go home aren't actually going to go home. So I don't know why this gets aired. But yeah, it was weird. This and the uh, the mom segment in the next episode were just mom like odd. Weird. We already got a will segment. Why do we need from his brother? Right? Why do we? Yeah, that was so but, weird. Um, anyways, we got our Will, Erica, Janelle, Menage a Trois Alliance chat on the floor of the of the upstairs loft. And why was Howie I allowed to up. watch this as a child? What? Why was I allowed to watch this as a child? I don't know. Ask Mr. and Mrs. Horn. Yeah, no, the Menage a Trois segment. I didn't know what that meant. This is a family show. I thought it's not a family show. Since when? <laughs> But yeah, anyways, um, I mean, did you watch Big Brother 4 live? No, you were a Big Brother 5 person, so. Yeah, of course. But you've seen 4 since. Yeah, I know what happens in that HOH room the first week. I see. Imagine if they put the shower, the shower stool on season 21 on the air. I, I mean, they showed Jackson and about that. Oh, nasty. Uh, oh, nasty. But anyways, uh. Janelle is annoyed with Howie, and we get our first, like, even Janelle's annoyed with Howie, then, like, Howie's really being annoying, and he moans in the kitchen. He's, like, being so, he's, like, big boy, want attention. 
Yeah. You just summed up Howie. You literally just summed up Howie's entire existence. Yeah, but... You did it. Howie needed to go have a more Jedi training with Chicken George instead of bothering Will. Um, Nicole, I haven't gotten the chance to ask you since we last shot. Have you used um, the line, you're like Charles Manson without the organizational ability since last week? I haven't gotten into many heated debates in this past week. If Akiva ever throws hands at you... I mean, I'm basically the one throwing hands at him, if you know what I mean, in these upcoming weeks. But that's also so. not true, because Akiva, of all things, he has a lot of organizational ability. Ability, I feel he, like. I feel like Akiva doesn't have, like, a felonous bone in his body. Is that a word, felonous? Evil? Sure. Villainous? Evil. That's the word. Villainous. Akiva's too, like, kind to be villain. He has to get out he's of just the aloof at times. He does. He's oh, more of Robin Akiva. What? Yeah, that's next week is the roast of Robin Akiva. Keep your AirPods close, everyone, because Nicole is gonna go in to her her boomers. Um, but yeah, so Big Boy wants attention, and then we get veto draw. Danielle picks Will, Janelle picks House Guest Choice, and she chooses Marcellus, and James picks Boogie. Eric is the host, and here we go, the Graveyard Challenge. One of the all-time most memorable competitions in Big Brother history. Everyone starts with 40 veto points. They're all in their graveyards. They can't look up at each other. They get a clicker. There's going to be 10 offers, and each offer you get points or lose points, depending on if you take it, and whoever has the most points at the end wins veto. So I like how they showed it, though. They, like, didn't show people ringing in. They, like, showed everyone just laying there, and you couldn't really see them clicking. Um, See, I I did not actually like that. I think that this is – so I really like this veto. I think it's really interesting when they do it in the future, but this was not good TV. It was not good for drama. Like, I couldn't see when people were trying to click in or anything like that. I think, yeah, I did not enjoy watching it, although it is, like, pretty iconic. Let me give the defense for it. I felt like there were a lot more stakes watching the results. Because if we saw all the points, who's like clicking in, and we know it's just between Danielle and Janelle, and then if we see the points behind them, then like it's pretty obvious. But there's like more stakes when Eric is going one by one, and then they reveal who gets what in the diary room. Yeah, so on an initial watch, I agree. But on a rewatch, like I still don't know if it was close like i like i guess i could go back and like do the math myself but i actually I don't know like the whether the points give me were a second because i wrote everything down but um we'll go through the prizes and then y'all discuss and i'll try to figure out the math all right um, sounds good so army cots and cold showers for seven points janelle takes that giving her 40 here we can do it live here 47 points wow exhilarating Solitary. podcasting i love yeah. math on podcasts and then solitary confinement for 24 hours for nine points for Danielle. Um, so she's at 49. Margarita party for the house. James takes that, minus three points. Um, then we get Mike Boogie with the plasma TV for minus five. A phone call from home, which Danielle almost takes. She really wants to, but it goes to James because she's strong and he's not. Minus five points. <laughs> a trip for two for Aruba. Um, minus five to Mike Boogie. Four non put the four non-playing house guests on slop for eight points. Janelle takes that. Um, so forty-seven plus eight is fifty-five, and Danielle has forty-nine. 
Then a slot pass for the rest of the summer. Marcellus takes that, minus seven points. How many POV points are you going to give up for 5K? Will takes 40 points, gets, gets the prize. And then no POV next week, 10 points. Janelle takes that. She's at 65. And then she, yeah, so it's 65 to 49. Okay, so not even close. Although yeah. she did need, okay, this was my question is, did she actually need to buzz in for the no veto or would she have had it? otherwise if danielle got it she would have lost okay that makes sense okay but i, I think it's smart for danielle not to take that one like cause yeah if, yeah um so yeah how do we feel about this being the second competition of the season that's like kind of give up stuff though i think because right now we're in a time in modern big brother where we're completely deprived of these kinds of challenges it feels exciting, but I don't know. Having two of them, if I were in Janelle's position, I would just do whatever crazy thing they threw at me to get the veto. Yeah. Especially in such a desperate position. So exactly. it might be a little, um, it might be a little uh, boring to like maybe the, the siege viewer knowing that. Yeah. Um, and we're lucky we still got a lot. Of... Happened multiple times in a row. Yeah, we're lucky we still got intrigue from the veto because like people were selfish because i feel like in another universe this could have been a very boring veto boring week you know goes home like if it's thus like if caser and howie had played instead of like mike and boogie it would have been more interesting because then we see how other people play but um there was just one target and it was it was still interesting because will boogie and james all took pun uh prizes and danielle was pissed See, I feel like that there's a bit of a reason why this veto is broken because you could just be like, oh, I tried to ring in, but I was like slow. Like, I, oh, I tried to ring in to prevent uh, Janelle from taking the punishments, but I was just slow. So they got it before me. Like, sorry. Yeah. That's why I like the version in BB Can't Four with the, you have to bet how much. Yeah, yeah. I think all of these should be auctions. Like every yeah. single thing should be like, how many are you willing to give up? And then like, it should just be decided by auction. Retweet. But... Um, we get uh, Dr. Will in the diary room saying, money can't buy you love, but money can't buy you stuff. And I love stuff. Okay, mood. <laughs> um, that's, and we get uh, probably the most famous uh, Mike Boogie and Will diary room thing where they're like, did you win the Power of Veto? No, I won a Plasma TV and a trip to Aruba for two. Did you win the Power of Veto? No, I won $5,000. Yeah. Is that the most iconic one? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um but Danielle is pissed. She's like, I'm in the Legion of Idiots. Um and I even the HOH too. move got a cut, which I never realized. I didn't remember that. Um, which was a nice touch. Cause like if everyone's gonna be on a cot, then make it make it for everyone. No, Danielle um, really trusted a man to come through for her, and look what happened. She got disappointed. I mean, we can't blame Danielle because look at Jason Guy, who like did everything. He was the sweetest man in the world. He's the rare exception. He's the only man in the world who would treat her that way. Treat any woman like that. She deserves way better. Exactly. Than guys that are. Also, can we just acknowledge the fact that Boogie's racist when he says that Danielle's solitary confinement is, quote, ghetto? That's definitely microaggressive. He did. He said that's the most. That is not okay. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't hear what he said, but I didn't care to go back because I thought I don't care to hear what he says, but. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not okay. It definitely was not. But anyways, wow. um, Daniel got solitary confinement. But James is more worried about the cold showers. And knowing what James Ryan becomes, I think I understand why. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what would be the most part about have-nots? Was it, would it be the room, like the uncomfy beds, the slop, or that cold showers? Because honestly, I think I could do slop, but the cold showers, I don't like. Really? If I have cold? any sort of like sleeping being obstructed, like I can't sleep on an airplane and they were sitting in airline seats for a whole season once. So I don't know how I would handle that. Yeah, I do yeah. hate that. Some beds are better than others. Like I feel like, um, like the clown cars, I couldn't do that. Um, but there are some seasons that they have fine have not beds. Um, yeah, I think the beds would be the worst part for me because like the food, like okay, like I guess you don't like eating the food that you're eating, but whatever. The cold it really showers, depends like, on the season. Not that bad. Yeah, like I think season nineteen had fine beds. Uh, what were those? They were like the the foam spikes. Hmm. Yeah, those weren't too bad. The big brother Canada house I could definitely do. Like the, like just sleep on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Like, or on that giant, the coffin in the middle of the season six one. Mm-hmm. Um, also, those are just like cooler looking ones, anyways. Like, yeah, those have not season rooms five are awesome. dinosaur ones. Ugh, the stand. Um, but yeah, so Janelle and James talk about James losing points, and Chilltown is also like talking. And so during the James and Janelle conversation, Janelle's like, James, you played so stupidly in this comp. Like, what's going on? And Chilltown are like, let's let's push Marcellus as the person who took all the prizes. And wasn't that Danielle's plan? She was like, Marcellus is going to take all the luxuries. And then you people would actually compete. But nope. Yeah. So it's like, like Danielle doesn't even care if that's the case, that Marcellus took the punishments. But she knows yeah. it wasn't true. I, I feel like Dr. Will and Boogie can just be like, oh, yeah, I just buzzed slowly. I guess, like, Janelle was, like, hitting the button before I could. Like, yeah, again, I feel like there's just, like, a proper excuse. So, sure, they can pin it on Marcellus, but it's not like it's ever going to come out or that be that impactful. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, also, like, it's not going to be impactful because Danielle wouldn't nominate Marcellus because that was the plan for Marcellus to take the powers. And also, Danielle's not stupid, and Marcellus has no poker face. We know what prizes he got. Because he jumped for joy when he got the slot pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get the margarita party, which looks dope. I could go for a margarita party. Yeah, um, let's have one right now. Leisure uh, yeah. do margarita party. A Zoom margarita party? I'm so down. Um, Only then, if I get to wear that little um, black dress that Giselle was wearing. The one that Danielle Donato bought from her? Of course. Danny Briones. It made, a, made an appearance right here. Yes, it did. Um, did she? I, I wasn't watching the feeds during that way. Did she buy her own or did she buy Janelle's exact dress? I think she bought the dress on eBay off of from Janelle. Okay, because I couldn't tell if she just bought her own version of the dress or Janelle's exact dress. But yeah. I don't know. Everyone calling Janelle fat if Danny and her are wearing the same size dress. See? Danny is. Teensy tiny, so I don't know why everyone's getting so hard on Janelle. Uh, also, just on a side note, Jacob, I could also go for some Uncle IRL tea if it was iced tea. Like, yeah, that's uh, true. I I have been watching a lot of Avatar, and I just want some tea, man. I want some tea. 
And then my dad is, my dad makes some good tea, but he has been lazy slash busy and I don't know how to make it. So I'm sad. You don't know how to boil water? No, I know how to make it, but like he puts that extra magical touch. Wow. It's a lot. I do love, not know yeah, about and that. I don't love myself, so I can't make it. Ooh. Um, but like it's a bomb. But then so he just buys them for the supermarket, which is easier to get anyways, like iced tea. But it's mm-hmm. not the same. Um, but yeah, Danielle is pacing in the solitary confinement, and Erica's like, "We have a woman here who's basically a prisoner. I'm gonna, I'm not, and I can't even enjoy it. So I'm not gonna go and enjoy the margarita party." Um. Also, was it just me or was Chicken George hitting on Janelle? I think it was just you. Okay. Yeah. He was like, I thought he was staring at her ass. Oh, that's not I hitting on her. Stare. That's just creepy. Yeah, yeah I, I misspoke. But yeah, that, that was a little awkward. Um, but Danielle is pissed. James and Sarah have their phone call. It was cool to see Sarah, but as we all know, they don't end up together. Um, but what are your Sarah thoughts? Big Brother 6, 7... I mean, Sarah was pretty forgettable on her original season. Like, you even bringing this up, I don't even have any part about Sarah getting a phone call in my notes. That's just how unconsequential it was for me. I like seeing James Ryan cry because I feel like we never saw that before. Okay, I remembered that. Yeah. No wonder Nicole thinks he should be on Cats. I feel like this No, was... no. Actually, wait. I take that back. We need to normalize men crying. <laughs> Jacob? Uh... Yeah, I feel like this was a much better thing to happen for James than it was for like a segment on TV because I was bored. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um, then Danielle is freed. Free Danielle. Free Danielle. Um, they, she catches up with Boogie and Erica and Boogie pitches to Marcellus, like stole the prizes. And then Danielle's like, okay, Boogie, I'm going to go talk to Erica upstairs in my HOH room. <laughs> and she like calls him out. I bet it was like more iconic on the feeds, but she was like, I see through this and Eric is like, of course you do. You're not stupid. Um, and then James comes up there and also pitches Marcellus and Daniel's like, okay, let me talk to James. And she like, kind of like, is like, why'd you take the phone call? Um, oh no, no, no. She didn't say that. That wasn't here, but she is sad that she's like, the one thing that hurts is I couldn't take that phone call. And it's like, James is right there. And he did. So but any final thoughts before we get to the, the veto ceremony no i mean it's a pretty iconic veto ceremony um just because we're about to talk about janelle this might be something only i noticed but janelle has the most iconic like lip liner lip gloss combo like if Jacob someone didn't notice that a- either did you okay i didn't notice oh, it. it's just so 2006 i low-key want to like, just get a cameo from her just asking my question like hey pay her 50 bucks what was the combo of a lip liner and lipstick you were wearing in every episode? I will tweet that out from the Brazilian Dragon account if you want. Okay. When I Use publish this podcast. Please. I you just have to remind me in text. Okay. I will make sure. This is a very important um, clause. Yeah. But Janelle worries about Kaser before she uses the veto on herself. And Danielle is like, I swear on my kids that Howie's your... She says, Howie. I swear on my... She like pauses for dramatic effect. Um, before nominating him, but before nominating Kaser, says that I swear on my kids that you're safe, Howie. Kaser, I have to put you up to break up the numbers. And any thoughts on Kaser versus James? 
I mean, it's two people who have the same placement this season as they did the last season. If anyone wants a fun fact. Um, but yeah, so also when I was thinking about this, just want to give some praise to Janelle. She's the, she's one of three people to make it to the final three twice on Big Brother. So let's just give it up for her. Even oh, though I'll pop she, for her every week. Yes. Oh, Nicole dreams about Janelle every night. She just wants to be her. Period. Um, but yeah, eviction episode time. James versus Kaser and a tease on the coup d'etat. Uh, we get our POV fallout where Kaser campaigns to Erica and we circle back to that conversation that Erica had with James at the beginning like, and we'll call them the parachute alliance of that crew. Um, and then we, rem- we are reminded of James's nullify power and he, he tell- pretends to Janelle that he's going home. Um, Kaser campaigns to George and Mike Boogie and is like, we can be a fivesome, me, you, Will, Janelle, Howie, and we go after the floaters. So, and then if he has George's vote, then that swings it. So, any thoughts on these campaign pitches? I mean, I think when you look at it in terms of the Legion of Doom having, like, the concentration of votes, it was pretty clear how this was going to turn out, even though they were trying to, you know, make things kind of spicy with that vote nullifier. It would have been more interesting if there was even a hint of dissension on the board. Yeah, I feel very locked and loaded. And I'm appreciated that they got this out of the way. And even though it wasn't our favorite segment, at least they had something else there planned. Um, which I feel like nowadays they don't do that, but that could even be helpful if they have like an easy vote, like Keisha versus Kevin. Mm-hmm. Like they could have had like, let's talk to Keisha's family about it being her, her being back. It's hard to do during a you know global pandemic. Yeah. It's reasonable they don't try. No, of course, but they could be like Zoom. But even like last season, they didn't really do that at all. They could have been like, uh, what's the vote? Who was it? Bella versus Jack. It could have been like, let's talk to Bella's family about her relationship mm-hmm. with Nick. Actually, her mom would probably never do that, but yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah. Prizes. Julie goes around, asks the competitors janelle marcellus and danielle were shocked that prizes were taken will mike and james were not and if anyone thought marcellus took all the prizes then this is clearly a moment that would prove otherwise and then we get the chilltown mother segment um with judy and bonnie um so some things i wrote down mike was a speed skater at age 14 i don't remember that but she was like he was a chubby kid and then he discovered speed skating why have we never heard of this before we didn't and he was like i was a speed speed something um it was also i would have assumed mike was a hockey bro before a speed skater but yeah based on that new england vibe um and then we found out they're power animals um and Mike Boogie is a cobra and Will is a two-pound terrier. What are your power animals? Is a minion from Despicable Me an animal? I was just about to ask a clarifying question. Minions are not animals, and I'm firm about that. But are unicorns animals? What about a Pegasus Uh. drawing? A Pegasus drawing. Not the Pegasus drawing, just the Pegasus. Yeah, th- that's an animal, sure. Well, but then how come a minion is not an animal? Uh, no, minion's an animal. Why not? I feel like we... Uh, I mean... Do is we it just because really they were created in a lab? 
Yeah, is that like most dog breeds were created in labs? I'm gonna say minions an animal, but I also have a backup because Nicole's angry. Yeah, I'm not this? really a minion. What are you holding fan, to the camera? A sock? I thought that was a dog. No, it's my scrunchie. Oh. I was just plugging in my computer. God, everything I'm doing is so deeply scrutinized. I can't, you know, redecorate I'm my scrunchinizing it. Yeah. You're scrunchy. Mm, no, no, nope. That was a stretch, and I did not like it. Yeah, we need to move If on. Akiva said it, you would have loved it. Uh, yep, I'd be, I'd retweet that in a heartbeat, but. Because it would have been ironic. Nah, Jacob would have. Um, I'm trying to think what my power animal would be. Maybe a panda. Ooh, I'll be a red panda. Uh, ma'am, I just said I was a panda. You're I'm a red panda. Hands. Those aren't even pandas. So. Those are foxes. Yeah, so that's what I am. But you stole it because I gave you the idea. Fine. Yeah, it was a great oh, oh, idea. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. I'm also a panda, and I'm also a man, but I'm also a Brazilian dragon. There we go. Wait, wow. We literally had that lined up for you, and none of us took the bait. Yeah, it's because I saw my us. little logo here in my screenshots. So that um, one's on us. Nicole, what's your power animal? Um, I'll go with the Pegasus. A Pegasus. Pegasus. Uh, we can all draw you. Yeah, I'm Nicole from Long Island. I have to live up to that name. But uh, imagine if you were Nicole from Michigan. I'd rather not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we get. There's power animals, there's speed skater. Uh, Jacob, you had words on this segment. On this segment, I you had seem to have no opinions words. earlier. No, like why? This they I don't know. There have to be so many better things. We are looking at a season where people have come back. You can do another segment about like an old player and all that. But instead, we get the most boring thing ever. I was snooze fest. No, they were saving all these people for blast from the past week. I guess, like, the Blast from the Past Week. Yeah, the Blast from the Past Week is actually pretty good, so I won't trash on that. They don't, the mom they don't ever talk was... to anyone who was rejected from the season, right? On the, oh, Bunky, never mind. But, uh, oh, like, yeah. those six people. But Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why don't we get, like, a like event about the Season 6 Alliance or something? But um, Krista about Boogie. Now, that might have been too talking. Jason about Danielle, what the hell? Literally right there. Ugh, hire me. Anyways, uh, Danielle gets her HOH chat. There's not really a ton here. She trusts James the most. She asked Erica to throw because she wanted to make a move, and she was hurt that she couldn't take the phone call, uh, but James did. Uh, we get pros and cons from everyone. James gives his speech. Kaser gives his speech. Nothing really interesting there. James goes, I like how they did this, that they made Janelle cast her vote even after he, and he got to go in the diary room and we just kind of got to see it all play out. We didn't get like Dave Vaughn with the phone call where she just pushes them out um, to the other room or James Hewling, who would also be on my banner of people who I don't want on haunting me. Um, no pranks. No, absolutely not. But um, yeah, like him canceling Paul and Corey's vote. I, I like that James went into the diary room, cast his vote to nullify, and then Janelle still went in and cast her vote to evict, and then it just cancels out. Because I, I think they did this on Big Brother Canada 3 with the jury when they canceled Jordan Parher's vote. Um, he still got to cast it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, funny this is, yeah. Go on. Oh, no, you go. 
this is definitely a much better way to do it. Like it's clean. Uh, it's good for the show, but not bad for the game. I think this is exactly what they should be aiming for. Exactly. Nicole? Yeah, it's just that um, at this point, James can't even really hide. The vote that was nullified, um, there was only one vote for, uh, what's it called? The one vote to vote out James. So it's pretty obvious what side he's on at this point. Yeah, but also, like, they knew he was going to be evicted by them. So, like, at least take the shot, like, away, like, minimize your chances of going home, even if it was going to be, like, a five to, like, if it was a six, if it was seven to zero, even if you take out Janelle's vote, because she's the most likely to vote for Kaser to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so everyone, except for Hallie and Janelle, vote to evict Kaser, but by a vote of five to one, Kaser is evicted for the second time on his birthday. For the third time ever, though. Till Very sad. Later, when we get a fourth eviction this year. Um, this was a really sad interview with Kaser. Um, uh, apparently, James and Kaser had a little bit of a falling out after season six. Um, because James and Kaser... I don't remember the context behind it. But, like, obviously, it was James or Kaser going home that week. And then Kay- Jennifer turned on Kaser um, because Yvette saved James. Uh and then Julie tells Kaser about the Legion of Doom, talks about the James quotes with Anna Nicole Smith. I almost said Anna Nicole Robb, so clearly I'm still struggling. You are all over the place uh, with these I, Anna I, Nicole. I almost watched Percy Jackson, and Logan Lerman was in that, and I think he was in Bridge. No, that was Josh Hush. Oh my God, I'm all over the place today. Um, so anyways, uh, Anna Nicole Horn. What did you think of Kaser going home and his goodbye messages and how he was sad? I just think they were so mean to him. Like, Will was like, you should have came with me when you had the chance. You knew James was a rat. It was just more salt in a wound that was already just so wide open. Yeah. He got messages from Erica, Janelle, Mike, Will, and James. Nothing from Howie. Nothing from Chicken George. Like, it was all the people that, like, turned on him. And even Danielle, I feel like she would have given him a nice message, but... Yeah. Jacob, any final words for Case for 2.0? I wish 3.0 was better. I, yeah. Maybe like, 4.0. Obviously, let's hope. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, we get Ghost of Seasons past. Um, they have a haunted BB house the seance. Erica is the first person to see someone. She sees Allison in the mirror. She screams, and then Janelle sees Allison in a mirror later. I like that they put her first for both of them. Um, and then Mike Boogie. I don't know who Mike Boogie saw. Was it Bunky or Josh? Uh, I don't think it was Josh. I think it was Bunky. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was Bunky. Yeah, but yeah, and then we see we get to see them uh, come. Allie takes the mime shirt. Eric takes the statue. Josh takes Marcellus's robe and his towel. Um, Bunky takes the tarantula. Holly takes a ducky. And the chicken from season one takes Chicken George's necklaces. Um, and they all have their little talking heads. And we get the first competition from Blast from the Past week. We're going to get an extra competition this week because we see in this competition Howie specifically, but a few others are struggling when they ring in with the button. So we're going to have a redo for this comp but if, do we, we don't even have to go through the questions but the elimination order is george marcellus uh janelle er howie will 
Mike, and then Erica beats uh, James in the last question. So I like this question if the buttons were working. Mm-hmm. I agree. I like that you had to go based on speed. Yeah. I thought that was a and really it, interesting opponent. I don't remember how it necessarily works because from my memory, this I always blend this and the elimination one together. But no, this one was different and I liked it that it's like one by one eliminations, but like for other reasons. Yeah, I, I think that this is a much cleaner way to do the like question comp other than like the really boring, like uh, everyone gets the first few questions right and then like half the people get it wrong eventually. It's, it's not as good. Yeah, no, it's very clean. Um, so I wrote down Erica is A-H-O-H dot 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 question mark because we'll find out next episode that there's a redo. And then we get our introduction to the coup d'etat. For the next three weeks, the winner could shake up the game and take down the nominees to put up two new ones on a on an eviction episode. So, and then they go inside the house and there's a sheep. And the sheep bites James Ryan's hand. I do not know. Like I remember the phrase. I do not remember how this connects at all. You reap what you sow. Yeah, you sheep how... what you sow. Maybe I don't know. No, I believe a female sheep is called a sow. I thought it was an I, U, E-W-E. You, oh, that's why. That's the U. But you also sell wool. Oh, you. Know. Oh, yeah. Dumb. Okay, never mind. I got Spool it. Thank of you, lies. We're all using our brain cells how we style. We're collaborating. <laughs> all of yeah. us are just fighting each other, though. <laughs> Royal Rumble with all of our brain cells. Nicole's going to be in the... Uh, you both are going to be in the next Royal Rumble if they ever do it. Fingers crossed. Nicole, hey. I'll take you down. You know what? The fact that... I was just a little kid in college watching the first Royal Rumble, and now there's a chance I could participate. That would be crazy. My money's on Navi. Yeah. Oh, me and Navi tag team. No, just Navi. She's going to kick my ass? I think Navi's going to win the whole Royal Rumble. Okay, bet. Come back in the way that she couldn't in the first episode. (laughs) I blame her boss. Okay. All right. If she takes down Zach, I'll riot. Got to hey, say, no, with my Navi came out. Co-host. She came out as the second winner of that podcast. I feel bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Ben I have who? my thoughts, but this is, are we gonna go off air? Are we gonna? <laughs> uh, but before we go, I do want to ask: any final thoughts on this week of Big Brother Seven? I just wonder the world where um, Janelle picks Kaser for this veto. What a different season we'd have. If I don't think had, Danielle's like, turning on Howie. I really don't. That's so tough. I think Chuck and George goes through with his plan to go home. You would be so happy. You would jump no, for Diane joy. Diane would be gone. We could have had Diane instead of George anyways. Oh my goodness. He's still in mourning. We need two to four weeks to fully um, greet You know what? Diane I think Diane Diane would have won weeks? that Widow HOH competition. Uh-huh. Just, we're doing this shit every week. Get ready, Jacob. I thought that we were done. I was so excited. You know, Diane's gone. Rest in peace. She's in, still in living. Game. In the game. In the game. And I thought we would move on. And no, we are back at it again. Next week. Hey, uh, just wait until Daniel Reyes Diane goes Henry home. Recap. You're not even going to be ready. Oof. I am uh, I'm nervous. We should I'm also going to get sad when Marcellus goes home because he's fantastic in the diary room. We should do another season with people that you don't like so you celebrate every time. No, because that would be one of the recent seasons. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, but I did have some ideas written down for what we could do next if, if you all are game to do more podcasts in the future. Um, 
But can we do let's a prom night? Like thoughts on BB twenty two. Nope. Davon won her first competition. We stand a queen. Very exciting. I'm so happy for Davon. Like, is she gonna pull Kevin off? I haven't looked recently. Maybe uh, I'll tune in on Thursday. But I'm not sure. I actually I actually don't know. I've not been catching up, so yeah, I'm not sure. I've been watching who... the episodes. I haven't really kept up with anything else besides Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, um, I really hope that uh, you know, my Tyler stock does okay this week. You uh, bought Tyler? Yeah, we're a little screwed. Uh, Got to risk remember it for the Ty- biscuit. When, remember when Jacob texted me, Tyler's the safe buy? And I was like, fuck that. I'm going on to Memphis or Enzo. And then I went on Memphis. That was the you best decision that we've made. Yeah, that was the best decision we've made. Like, we've not I, done the decision. And then I bought better. Enzo. So if she has, if Christmas blocks, if she takes down, if Devon takes down Kevin and Christmas blocks her renom, and then she puts and up Enzo, Enzo. Either one of Enzo or Memphis. Losing. Honestly, Danny, put up Cody. No, no, Ian Terry, get him oh, out. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. That's best for her game. She's just worried because she's a bully. I forgot he was bully. in the house, honestly. He's just right? so kind of so irrelevant many to the season. So many forgettables. See, you know who wouldn't be forgettable on this season? Diane Henry. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. See, Jacob. Jacob's woke. He knows what's up. I'm learning. I'm learning for sure. Honestly, Diane Henry, Anthony from BB Can. Let's put them all out. Oh my God. Jacob just, just, he was in his, he was, he just, that was a moment. Yeah. Nicole, what are your thoughts on Anthony from BB Can? I don't have many. Okay. We were really served on BB Can 7, and people just like to hate Dane and Anthony, best final two ever. Yeah. Point blank, period. Yep. No, I wasn't really invested in Big Brother 7 Canada. Can we t- uh, honestly same. Like I fell off like halfway through the season, but then I watched all the episodes before the finale uh, because it was like a really hectic school year. Um, I had to bump up my grades so I could get to go to LA and then I got to go to LA and then I didn't get to stay in LA. <laughs> and then the world said psych. But then that- if I was still in LA, I probably wouldn't have played that game where I met Jacob. That's just the world telling you that instead of doing your work, you should watch Anthony on the feeds. Um, yeah. But honestly, we were served. Um, but yeah. Also, I don't know if this is a hot take, but the pretty boys over the brigade. Oh, yeah. They did it way better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts on life? Pursuit? of the happiness still chasing that serotonin bump every week pursuit of happiness is a good movie a great song by kid cuddy as well you know what's a great movie what's a great movie camp rock big hero six oh my gosh okay (laughs) Uh, is that what we're talking about next week on the brazilian dragon podcast no uh i still have to do my vampire diaries podcast with antonette pisatelli when she gets home from her mini trip to help someone pack. I did not hear from Miss Antoine that should I go knock down Emily's door? Yes, you should. Safely with a mask. With Safely wait, with wait, a mask. before we go, I actually do have to ask a question. I saw your tweet. I was walking down the street and I saw a rat and I quote punted that hoe. I did punt that hoe. So <laughs> And now I need to go wash my legs in bleach. 
Yeah, so I was walking down the street the other night, the gorgeous Brooklyn street um, in Bushwick, and a rat, I see a rat run across the garbage, so I take a step back, and then I think the coast is clear, I start walking forward, another one walks out in front of me, and I kick it. This little rat went airborne, and I just folded down. Is it alive? I I don't know. I was holding hands with evan i literally let go of his hand and ran down the street who's evan dr will oh that's my real husband (laughs) yeah and you just punted that hoe and then kirsten tweeted nicole (laughs) and you said dipping my feet in bleach yeah it was really traumatizing i did come back in open toe shoes right in open toe shoes i came home and took a shower i was so traumatized We live in a time of coronavirus, subway rats, and potentially... um, Hey, but in The Amazing Race Season 1, they went to India, and there's a rat temple there. And one of the roadblocks was you had your partner had to take off their shoes and walk barefoot among the rats. So if you and Caitlin went on The Amazing Race, you'd be perfectly prepared. No, I wouldn't, because I was punting those hoes. (laughs) You would be banned from the country of India for punting the rats. Yeah, let's um, not start any precedent here. Don't tell anyone in the country of India my intentions. I won't. Yeah, I thought it was just wild. Jacob, do you have any good stories from your week or no? I sadly do not. My week was uh, pretty boring. Um, next time, next time we will have more pillow forts, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's it from the Brazilian Dragon podcast for this week. This is my favorite time of every week. It's a serotonin boost that we need. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for some more upcoming projects on the Brazilian Dragon. Follow us on social media. Jacob's at JK Redman. You can also listen to Ink in there, an Avatar rewatch podcast on postshowrecaps.com. Uh, they just did uh, the Warriors of Kyoshi episode, and they're going to talk about King Boomy next week. You honestly should do this all the time for me. You're killing it with my plugs. Thank you, uh, Felipe. Me tweeting about how that's my Tuesday podcast. And that made my day. I sent you the SpongeBob gif of me screaming it. And I feel like I relate to that. Um, Nicolette Horn, TikTok queen. Happy belated birthday again. Thank you so much. Virgo season forever. Uh, no, Leo season. Um, anyways. Wait, you know, Kaser's a Leo. Kaser is a Leo. And it's Keisha. And it shows. Wow. Mike Boogie's a Leo. Ooh, no. And it shows. He's still one, though. So, take that. Okay, Mike Boogie, I guess he outsold. Sandra is a Leo. That makes sense. Diaz Twine. Leo Queen. But, yeah, anyways, everyone wish Nicole of the tick and the talk on Twitter. Happy birthday. You can even do your own TikTok dances. Just her social is all the same at behind the scene crit. No longer lumpy furniture. <laughs> no longer lumpy furniture. I'm so sorry to anyone who had to see that. I know the countdown challenge TikTok dance. Um, but not the it's karate time because I don't want to mess it up and hurt Will's feelings. Um, but yeah, also listen to Renap 100 next week. Um, and you can follow me, Tweets by Fleep, on my main. I tweet mostly about Big Brother nowadays. And um, what else am I tweeting about? Oh, I am tweeting about Ingen there. Um, yes. And yes, that's about it. Occasionally, you'll see a glee thought from me, like how they did Matt Rutherford dirty. Um, 
But yeah, follow me on my main tweets by Philippe. Follow the Brazilian Dragon at Brazil Dragon Pod. And tune in next week when we talk about the downfall of the great narrator of Big Brother 7, Marcellus. Anyways, stay tuned, everyone. Bye.